1: On a very chaotic Monday, as our beloved Dakota is all running off to hike the West Coast Trail. It's like you're all a grown-up or something.
0: I feel so powerful. Just like, I can't believe I'm doing this. But I'm also shot in shock and total awe at how much I'm looking forward to it. I remember a time when hiking up anything or into anything and even feeling just the slightest bit bit exhausted just made me so unhappy but also loving being in nature and now I just I do it I do hiking so often and I've fallen in love with backcountry camping that like the idea of living out of a backpack in total wilderness with no reception just brings me so much joy
1: well by the time that everyone is hearing this she will be back and uh sharing her experience probably on a future episode. But yeah, this is the day before she leaves and we are just trying to fit in all our podcast recording and like work things and everything before she hands off. It's crazy when you're a a small business owner and you're leaving for holidays and all the things that you have to get in order before you go. Like it's not just as an employee where we're like yeah peace out for two weeks. It's it's crazy how much we have to do before we get holidays.
0: Like just a, just like literally I'm pretty organized and literally my last two days have been up excessively early working until ungodly hours, taking breaks in between to meal prep and deal with all my packing, taking sanity breaks to see family and friends really quick before I go. Um, And then like literally I thought I would be done everything, not a fucking chance. I still have a giant list of crap. And so literally i mean meeting <laughs> till six today and then I'm going to take like a three hour nap and get up and just bulldoze through. And then I'm hopping in my car and driving for 10 hours. I
1: know. And at the time of taping this too, it's all um, fires, fires everywhere in BC. So you, you, you do have to take a bit of a circuitous route around um, all of that too, which is unfortunate, but um, yeah. this is where we are in the summer, summers of Canada these days. But anyway. Um, well, it's, I guess this sort of like our topic today kind of coincides with this because Dakota's always on like these, the up, upward trajectory of new cool things that are going on in mental health and all that kind of stuff. And you sent me this email this morning that is like, we're going to talk about mental fasting. <laughs> yeah. And now I, along with all of our listeners, am like, what is that?
0: Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this because I think it's really important. Um, so in my endeavor to be a little bit more unplugged, I've discovered something called mental fasting. And it's very similar to fasting with eating, but it involves fasting from digital devices and consuming things that give you serotonin boosts, essentially. Um. So in a nutshell, a mental fast is essentially when you pick a period of time where you commit to only consuming things that expand you. Um, Or if you're super hardcore, you would completely and utterly disengage from anything from the outside world that is digital. So for instance, you would say, okay, for an entire weekend, I am not turning on a television i am not listening to music i am not listening to podcasts and i'm not going on social media and i'm not going to access my computer or anything digital what i'm going to do instead is be with myself go for walks cook um like be in solitude and silence you know maybe i sing instead of listening to music and i am going to look inward and fully disengage from outside pleasures in order to kind of reconnect with myself and give my brain a break. The biggest thing about this is giving your brain a break from all the noise. So you're not reading the news. You're not engaging with the outside world from a digital standpoint. You're taking a mental fast from these things. And it can really be any kind of style of fast you want. It can be really intense. It can be minimal. Like maybe you're just not on social media for a weekend. but, I've done them a couple of times recently, and I think the West Coast Trail is actually going to be the biggest one I've done to date in some time because I'm going to be completely off the grid and not looking at my phone um, slash anything for seven days. And so I think that's going to greatly change my perspective, how I react to things, um, and just really help me with some of the things that I might be challenged with recently. So,
1: I totally I, I've heard about now that you've sort of explained it, I've heard about this. and in, in other capacities, and I've heard about challenges that people do, you know, like the um at restaurants and stuff, where the first person who lives who looks at their phone has to pay the bill, um, those sort of ways to um disengage from looking at our devices and 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 be present with the people that you're with. But I'm wondering about, the the knowing that we're so addicted to our devices, if we know that it's causing mental health issues, we know that. But the thought, I think that probably the thought of going and not having our phone or looking at social media on the weekend has probably, or for a weekend or even a day or whatever is probably some of our listeners are probably like, oh my God, Chris, giving them anxiety, just imagining it because we are so, and not even just with social, but we are so dependent on our phones in particular for various different ways. Like I think when, when I was in school, when I was in university and driving home for the weekend, back to my parents for the weekend, I didn't have a cell phone or anything. And I'm like out on highway one and driving home. And like the thought of doing that now, Without GPS or without any way, it's it's insane how that was like me as an eighteen year old and like my parents letting me out on drive with with no phone and no GPS and no anything. And now you would like never let your kids do that. So it's funny. It's it's amazing how attached and almost like well detrimentally attached to our devices we have become in like like a decade or a decade and a half it's crazy.
0: Well, I'll never forget two times in my lifetime now. And I'm, I'm really proud to say that it's only been two, um, where I've caught my addiction red handed in a way that was really scary. One was when I went to Europe solo back in 2019. I remember, um, uh, Not being on my phone, obviously, as much because I was busy enjoying my trip, but then simultaneously struggling with needing to connect back to my people in Canada because I was alone. And after a month of being alone, I was desperate for that connection with with my people. But then I met other friends along the way and didn't really care to be on my phone a ton. And I just recall coming home with a totally different perspective on many things, including work-life balance. And I remember for like a solid six months, I successfully implemented routine and hygiene around how much I looked at my phone and also things like taking coffee and lunch breaks that were really intentional and stepping away from work. And and then I fell back into really bad burnout and and not so great routines. Um, And then the second time was actually last fall when I went to one of my clients' place up in Ontario, which is completely remote. It doesn't have any Wi-Fi And I remember walking into my cottage, forgetting about the Wi-Fi thing and thinking, oh, I'll just watch a movie tonight or like text with people. And I laid down in the bed and my phone didn't work. And I was like, my initial reaction was disgusting. Like I had a panic attack. I was like, I can't. Oh my God. And for like, I think it took 24 hours for me to settle into the idea that I had no Wi-Fi up there. And then when I came home, I like wished I didn't have Wi-Fi at night. I almost wished. Like at a certain time it would just turn off mm-hmm. so that I could fully disengage. Um, and I have to say I'm kind of 50-50 right now with with my hygiene, with my phone. Um, uh, but yeah, like I, I think these mental fasting breaks are really important because they do give you the opportunity to reset. And it's kind of like anything, taking a break from drinking, taking a fasting break from from eating just to reset your gut health or how you might be viewing food if maybe you're snacking too much and it's just not supporting uh, your mental health or your gut health. Um, I think taking breaks from things is really important. Taking breaks from dating, taking breaks from working, taking vacation. Um, it's very it's very in line with any kind of other fasting or break practice. And it, it really is there to break a habit and reset your mindset. Um, so I would say like for it to be the most effective you'd want to look at cutting off all the things that you think you're kind of addicted to. But you can also replace them with like, okay, for this week, I'm only going to consume materials that expand my brain or educate me. So I'm only going to listen to this kind of podcast, but I'm not going to listen to like true crime podcast. Or I'm not going to watch TV this week. I'm going to read instead. Or I'm not going to go on Instagram for a week. It can really be a fast of your own creation. But I do think that it's really valuable to step away.
1: Yeah, and especially with the the social stuff. And what I found really helped me is, is removing all notifications from my phone. So that includes emails and all that stuff. So any of those pop-ups on your phone that... Um, I have a friend who has her email pop-up. Um, and so every time you're with her, she's always sort of distracted because every time the little pop-up comes up on her phone, she has to look and it's like, like what, what email could you possibly be getting? Um, but what helped me, especially with social, like aside from the notifications, because the silencing and getting rid of all the pop-up notifications on your phone is a big help. But I removed the apps from my phone. So for taking a mental break, like I've removed Facebook um, and I will remove Instagram or Twitter or any of that on any given time so that I'm not... Tempted to go because it is an addiction. It's like um when people um I remember when my grandpa got on the phone, he immediately had to have a cigarette because it was like a ha- that was part of his trigger habit, right? Is that the 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 cigarette while you're on the phone. And so it's the same sort of with us is that as soon as you pick up your phone, it's like, oh, click on Instagram. It's it's an automatic thing. And so removing those those the apps from your phone completely. So if you're gonna take a 24-hour break from social media, for example, then just remove them from your phone. And then you're not tempted to to go see what's happening. Because there is this sort of like weird FOMO thing that we all have that somehow if we're not um, aware of what's going on, that somehow we're missing out on it, even though we're not participating in it anyway. We're just witnessing it through our phone. But um, those are the things that I've found really help is, is removing notifications and then removing the apps completely from from your phone.
0: A hundred percent. I also put all of my stuff into a separate folder that sits on like the third screen of my phone that I have to scroll mm-hmm. over. I put my phone. Yeah. Like for me and my messages and my email in there. And that seems to really help
1: with... Yeah. Because then you're not sitting and looking at like, like your seventy un- um, 70 unanswered messages that are showing on your mail icon. That's always me um especially for most of us who have multiple email addresses so on my phone i'll have like my personal email address my business email address and then i have our ladies who launch podcast email address and so especially with my personal one there's tons of like email things like from old navy and gap and all those things that you get we all are on a bazillion e, e- newsletter lists um so that can, like, rack up to, like, 100 unread messages, like, on a Friday... or Between Friday and Sunday. And so for some reason, I think that, like, oh, my God, it's 100 messages. And then I realized, no, it's probably all from Old Navy.
0: I know. I, I like, genuinely don't unsubscribe to things for I know. Fears. I don't either.
1: Because I still want to know. Like, I mean... It, I yeah. still don't know about sales and stuff. Like, I don't want to not, but like, can we just have? I mean, that's a whole podcast episode in itself is like, obviously, the multiple continual just inundation of emails must work for these companies because they do it. So, if, if we're, I mean, clearly we're not unsubscribing. So we will just delete as they come in. But yeah, it must work to be like sending six or eight emails a day much must saying, but I guess if you're a big multinational company, you can do all kinds of things, but whatever. 100%.
0: But yeah, we'd be interested in hearing how you like to take mental breaks. So feel free to send us a DM to ladies who launch pod on Instagram or send us an email and tell us how you decompress your brain and get away from all the noise. We would love to hear.
1: And wishing Dania, wishing Dakota, all the best luck on the uh, West Coast trail. And I'm sure we'll hear about it in an upcoming podcast when we are when she's back, and I'm sure she'll regale us with all her her awesomeness of hiking.
0: So her, there's no mice infiltrating my food source.
1: Do yeah, no.
0: I think that's my biggest fear. Honestly, is mice getting into my bags and eating my food, and then and then being hungry.
1: Um, if anyone wants to go check Dakota's Instagram, I think she posted like a photo of all her dehydrated food. Maybe it wasn't a story. Maybe it wasn't posted in your feed, but I was like, oh, that looks awesome for a week.
0: Oh, good. Honestly, I have the best dehydrated meals. I have mac and cheese, curry, lentils. So excited. Yeah.
1: Oh, dare to dream, I guess. Dare to dream.
0: Anyway, we will catch you
1: on the next episode. Have a, a great week, everyone, and see you next time. Thank you for listening to Ladies Who Launch. Join Dakota and Alyssa every second Wednesday for more conversations and interesting guests. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you send us a question, we may answer it on a future episode.